0: The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's, The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Donald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You can tell this, but we don't show prep. So... <laughs> So,
1: yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I, I just, just barely selfless. make it in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure you get sober. We don't. <laughs> I mean,
0: let's, let's put the cards down on the table here. Hurricanes,
2: yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced. ha <laughs> ha, it's a six Rick Kane show, can't forget the name though, got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code, ain't no changing them, ain't no breaking them, real poor alive from the Hall-Rodd Stadium, ball 14 for the orange and green, the six rig champs, uh, it's more than a dream. Yeah. This is life on the field. Damn. Beyond a hundred oh, yards uh, of hurricane that's never still put a damage to your squad. squad. The six-rig cane show. The six-rig cane show. Yeah. The six rigs cane show. You know. What is wrong with
0: us? Seriously. What's wrong with us we're Miami Hurricanes fans?
1: Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane Sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes.
0: Hello and welcome to another Six Rings Cane Show, joined by Blue DJ. We might we might or might not have a Jazz Santana appearance. we we'll, are all waiting waiting to see if that happens, but for now I will be uh steering the ship. Uh Blue, how's it going?
2: I'm doing good. I, you see, that's what happens when you sign a multi-year contract. You don't show up, so <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, all yeah. got to get one of them.
0: Yeah, uh, we got Yeah, you know this, this nil <laughs> getting out of control. Jads put the check and
2: busy yeah, you know, week. That, uh, yeah. Obviously, we're not going to mention basketball. That's for damn sure. There will uh, be
0: buckets tomorrow night. Um, oh my gosh! We're gonna we're gonna try and unpack exactly what that was, and kinda, yeah, I don't
2: know what that was. Kind of uh, uh...
0: yeah, yeah. What what to uh, um, and kind of uh, you know what um, <laughs> what happened and where to go from here. But this is as we said, the football show. DJ, how's it
2: going, man? Yeah, right. Hey, bite. DJ.
1: It's doing. Doing all right, just uh, trying to survive the last couple of weeks of winter here, and uh, always happy to hop on with you guys, uh, metaphorically hop, not not literally hop,
2: if I could do that, I'd be in business, but either way, I'm happy
1: to be here with you guys and uh, talk some football.
2: Yeah, no doubt, a lot going on too, guys, yeah. Uh you know, the offseason's still waiting, uh, obviously for them to name a running backs coach, which... Oh kind of makes me think that it may come from within. Yeah. Um, Because of the fact that, you know, I mean, uh, right now, there's nobody I looked on the Super Bowl rosters that would be a running backs coach here. Right. And so I think if they were going to go outside, uh, I think they would have named it already. But that's just my personal opinion. I put a vote in there for uh, David Cooney because of the fact that the great job he's done with the team as a recruiter, as a teacher. Uh, But we'll see, you know, I mean, that way you keep the continuity going. Um, Here's a guy who knows the program inside and out. He's been through both two regimes, but uh, that's just, that's just my personal interjection uh, because I, I know once you have to go outside all of a sudden that new guy has to kind of get acclimated with the, your coordinator and your quarterback coach and your receivers just but um and i just think the focus uh in this off season needs to be getting everybody on the same page developing your quarterbacks and getting ready for what i think is going to be a pretty decent spring yeah, yeah been-
0: just, just just real quick rock and ramp uh, we're not breaking news i don't no. i don't know exactly <laughs>
2: No, We're, no, 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 no. We don't. We That's don't. That's just have, my speculation. I
0: mean, yeah, but but blue is speculating might be might be an in-house hire given the uh, lack of movement and the lack of kind of reason to delay. DJ, I don't know if you have thoughts on 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 maybe you know going outside the program, having to integrate someone new versus you know continuity of of in-house promotions.
1: At this point, I would you know agree with blue and say that somebody is going to be promoted from within. I mean, spring practice you know it's it's less than a month away now and at the same time you want to have someone who is you know somewhat familiar with the program you know with with this group of running backs and you know to kind of hire somebody from the outside would it would just be a tight um a tight fit and a tight time crunch not that you know this coaching staff hasn't experienced that before but at the same time you know i think probably from within would, would be my best bet. And, you know, whoever it is has a great room to work with. So it should make whoever it is job a little bit easier with that stable of backs.
0: Yeah. And that's a really good point, DJ, that, you know, there's one position and you have to late, late swap coaches like we're having to, that's probably the deepest and easiest for any new coach to acclimate to not having to really coach your own lack of talent or depth at that, that, that position. Um, shout out to to Dan Barry and Ao. So I think we're we're, we're going to talk about the QB commit who's a walk on uh, from Yuli Nico Smith. Um, Blue, I, I think you have some maybe have some thoughts of seeing him play and could give us a little bit of a breakdown on what the Canes might get. Again, not not really going to expect to come in here and compete or anything, but more just you know adding depth.
2: Yeah, another big body. About uh, a kid six two, about two ten. Um. I watched him play at, uh, several camps last summer. Uh, Uli came down and uh, uh, and, and played. A, uh, they were at Florida. There was that. They were at Florida State. They were at um, UCF. Uh, by the way, uh, same school as Derrick Henry. Not that that means a whole lot, but uh, since Uli doesn't put out, you know, a lot of kids because it's located in actually the heel of Florida, right in the Georgia border, north of Jacksonville. And, um, I like him. He's a good passer. He's a guy that brings a lot of energy to the team. And, um, you know, he's, he's one of those, one of those guys that had a pretty good and successful, uh, career. Uh, you know, they, uh, they were actually, I think a playoff team two years ago. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, you, you need as many bodies at that position and we talk about that every week You know, by bringing in as many um, the competition, especially because even though everyone wants to anoint Cam uh, Ward as the number one quarterback, the competition uh, is going to be fierce. You got uh, our boy Poffenberger, and (laughs) and all these, uh, and and uh, all of a sudden, J.B. uh, We know that Emory probably won't be healthy to compete. Uh, but uh, yeah i'm uh and then i from when yeah, i of course
0: hear, anderson as well uh, we have a yeah and, and that's what have.
2: i was going to say vish that's one of the things i've been going to talk to a lot of the kids uh who uh, have told me that some really good things about anderson he's got a really good arm good very accurate he's a team guy And the other one was uh um humphrey Wheatley Humphrey, the running back out of South Broward, who they've been using a lot, you know, in the practice sessions, you know, where the kids go out and throw around as like a slot guy. And uh, he's the type of kid, being a running back, you get him in the space, and he's like Chris Johnson. You know, if Chris Johnson gets an opportunity to, you know, then Bobby Washington, same way you get them in wheel route situations and they're lethal because there's no one's going to be able to keep up with them. And once they get the ball, remember the running backs and um, and that's what guys like Lamar Miller and then uh, Duke Johnson, that's how, that's why they were so successful because they could catch the ball. And then once they got in the space, it's, it was pretty tough. And I think that both Chris Johnson and, and Wheatley Humphrey, um, have an opportunity to be that that versatile type of back, Lyles too. But uh, Lyles is going to get an opportunity to run the ball from scrimmage first. I think he's one of those type of backs uh, that will be their will be their line from scrimmage runner, and not so much a a versatile back, even though he is. But uh, they need line from scrimmage run, runners, and and uh, you know I, I try to tell people everybody has a role. And, you know, you have eight wide receivers and all the wide receivers can't be the same. You have your slots, you have your outside, your X, your Y, whatever. And uh, that's what makes horse racing. And that's why, you know, when you get a kid that, uh, especially a running back, that has the ability to catch the ball, especially in this offense, uh, and especially an offense that really right now doesn't have a consistent tight end, which boggles my mind, but... Um, you know, me I mean, too. You know, all
1: joking aside, me too.
2: Yeah, me well, too. you're a tight end freak. So that's, I am. That's, yeah, I but, am. No, but. no, you're right. It just does. It did. You thought after Mallory, and then all of a sudden, you know, and Brian right. Jordan, who is more of an H backy as he's playing now, Um, you kind of like, you, you shake your head because you thought that, you know, everybody that they had with Mamorelli and, and, um, and uh, Arroyo, that this would be equivalent to a tight end you pretty soon because you know all the potential um, ha- hasn't worked out that way. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I think between you know Riley Williams and, and Arroyo, you kind of expect those guys to have stepped up, and they haven't to the point that McCormick's you know coming back, which
1: which boggles my mind just yeah. based on the fact that he's coming for his seventy fifth year. So, I mean. It Just speaks to a few uh,
2: degrees, though. Yeah, God bless him. He's gonna get out of here, and he'll he'll be able to walk in and teach.
1: Quite honestly, he's living the dream, getting a few degrees, getting to extend his football career. I mean, I like to you know make fun of it, but quite honestly, he's doing what you know a lot of people would have wanted to do. So can't, yeah. I mean, not
2: gonna gonna play in the NFL, so he's maximizing his college.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, and it's not it's not on him that. I mean the coaches no, still feel they right. need... no I think I think what it does speak to is how the coaches assess the depth at the tight end position. That they don't feel like between Arroyo and and, and Riley Williams and Jackson Carver, um, that they can handle it, that they still need McCormick for is, as just said a seventy fifth year. Uh,
1: I feel like that's a little bit worrisome, not because you know, they are only technically second year players, but I feel like there needs to be more development at the position moving forward. And I don't know if necessarily, like Blue pointed out in this offense, if they're going to get enough looks uh, at the position in terms of just getting the ball thrown them.
2: Yeah, Dr. McCormick is right. Dr. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it will be interesting to see with, you know, a totally different style of quarterback if if the, the tight ends are more, um, you know, used more. I don't know that TBD ever really, even with Mallory here, threw the tight ends as much as he probably should have. Right? Um, you know, it's different different styles, different quarterbacks, so maybe there'll be more of an opportunity now. Um, I, I don't think they're intentionally not working the tight ends. No. They would not have no. brought – if they were planning on, you know, not key, focusing on that as a key position, then McCormick's not back because you already have all these other tight ends, and if you're just, you know, using them occasionally as receivers. I do think there is at least an intent to feature them a lot more, but, you know, Royo keeps getting injured. Yeah. Um, you know, Riley Williams' struggled with drops quite a bit last year. Again, for true freshmen, it's all expected. Yeah. And, and you know, McCormick's much more of a blocking tight end. So it's just – it's been hard to get
1: that consistency. So I also I think say, Ward's ability to extend plays with his legs uh, when need be and the ability for a tight end to come back to the football will be interesting to see because that could open a lot more opportunities as well. I mean – we we haven't had a mobile quarterback, and let's see, probably since the Eric King. King. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that the the mobility part that Ward brings to the table and his and his ability to extend plays may may lend itself well to the tight end position in terms of production.
2: Yeah, more people will get open because right. he's going to be able to extend plays. Right.
0: Well, I think he's going to be able to extend because I mean we do have Jakari Brown who's very mobile, but not. Has not really shown an ability to accurately throw on the move. So right. it's a lot less of a threat. Basically when he, when the, when he pulls the ball down, he's running. Yeah. And so you can kind of key in on that's a little bit different when you have the run pass threat um, there. Speaking of, of quarterbacks though. So blue touched on this a little bit with uh, we have Poffenberg, Judd Anderson, uh, not sure how healthy Emory Williams. Um going to be come spring i'm assuming he'll be you know ready to go for fall but you know it's a little bit late in the game so how do we see this kind of shaking out obviously i think it's it's cam Ward's job i, mean, I don't think there's any, any mystery there yeah. but are we thinking you know Jakari brown's gonna be the the backup i'll, I'll start with you on that blue because i know last year at this time we're like oh Jakari brown is probably the backup and by the end of spring it was emery williams so you know is there a chance judd anderson leaps up the depth chart here um
2: I, yeah, I I agree that Cam probably has to be for what you for what he cost. <laughs> I mean, you know, he, <laughs> yep. he he's got to be the guy uh, right <laughs> off the bat, but that being said, I think Jacquary Brown could probably and I, I I you know, just from the people I've been talking to down there that he, he worked extremely extremely hard. Uh spent a lot of the Christmas break after they got back from the bowl game, you know, watching film, going over things with, uh, um, with you know, the receivers and the quarterbacks. Because that's the one thing. If you have – and that's the one thing when Miami was really good in the past, they utilize those, you know, downtime and, you know, that you, the coaches couldn't be with them. And they go out and throw on their own. And, you know, and that shows the leadership. And um, I think Tyler kind of lacked that a little bit, you know. I mean, he's really reserved and he's quiet. But I think that, that, you know, Cam is a little bit more vocal. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's I'm really excited, like I said, about the spring.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big
0: Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Uh,
2: because as it looks, if you remember last year, we had 12 to 15 guys that didn't really even take part. You know, they, you look back at the spring game and there was more guys on sh- the sideline with their shirts and no pads and anything else. And I don't think that's, what's going to be the deal this year. And I think Mario made that clear that there's going to be some jobs won this spring, you know, and if you're not there front and center, you're going to have to earn your way back when you get healthy. And then, you know, it doesn't seem fair to people listening, but it is fair. I mean, because if you start playing daddy ball and you become, you know, you want to be friends with everybody and say, Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Take as much time can't do that so I think there's a lot of a lot of these guys that a lot of people didn't figure on or maybe didn't didn't believe that would be you know in the in the first second tier of players are gonna have an opportunity to be there and um and I don't blame them you know I mean the whole thing is it's not like when Miami's 12 and one they're, good. they're coming off seven six and then they didn't win you know go to a bowl game the year before so yeah I think they the days of like, you know, I'm your friend and don't worry. And not got to be a little bit tough love because you look at some of those other schools and you look at the Michigans and the Ohio States and the Georgias and the Alabama. They don't. They're not playing that. They're not playing that game. You know, they have too much competition. And that's what Miami's that's You could see what Mario is doing from a competitive uh, standpoint, you know, getting rid of the dead wood that really doesn't need to be around. Because I think they still Vish have seven spots to um, to get rid of.
0: Yeah, they're 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 well over the scholarship limit at this point. So there are, mm. there are some and TJ you might know um they're blue. Um when do they have to get down to the eighty five limit? Is it it's after before, spring. After spring. I want so, to say May,
1: but I can't. Oh May, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, so this is gonna be legitimately a little bit of high school here. You're trying out for your scholarship, essentially, because some people are going to get – I mean, you can't go over 85, so.
1: No? Yeah. Blue made a great point about jobs being won in the spring as well because I believe the first game is, what, August 31st? Yeah. So by the time you get ready for uh, preseason camp, you know, having been on a team and gone to these preseason camps, you want preseason camp almost where everything is established you kind of learn the offensive and defensive systems a little bit, but you don't want to learn them, you know, completely starting over from scratch day one. You already want to have a solid baseline of where you want to be defensively, and it's just a matter of teaching technique and preparing for the opponent. And the August thirty-first start, I remember we had a game um, in in August as well. And time goes by quick, so I mean, spring ball is you know, a little bit more important than it may seem to some, especially with an August deadline, because by the time you start your preseason camp in the summer, you know, that 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 first game is only a couple weeks away.
0: Yeah, and the, and the first game is Florida. so Yep. <laughs> you don't get that, you know, you like that Patoon nope. Cookman or whatever to start with so you can work out some of the kinks and it's almost like an extra week of practice and you're not getting any of that. This but year, I like
1: so. it like that, though. It's a good first test.
0: I think... My opinion on that is if you're like us where you're the better team i'd rather have the warm-up game <laughs> if you because it, it takes away some of the flukishness that can happen in an opening game where just you know you're not yeah. sharp or you're working on things some mistakes happen um whereas if it's game two you kind of work that stuff out and then then much better position to just play at your best which if we play at our best we'll, we'll beat uf easily Um, thanks for the, uh, the kind words, Ralph. Yeah. If everyone wants to hit that like button and, uh, and boost boost us, we will gladly take it. Um, so DJ, what is your take on kind of the quarterbacks? I think obviously it's cam Ward one. Are you still thinking, I, I know blue talked about how Jakari basically didn't stop working after the bowl game and, and, and is really gunning for that, I guess, backup role at this point, but is that, is that your take on it as well?
1: Yeah, cuz no matter his his inconsistencies and when he gets on the field his inconsistencies are a big thing, but by and large he is a veteran so to speak quarterback on this roster. He's familiar with what this coaching staff wants and given the, you know, influx of, you know, youth and talent at the position beyond Ward and Brown, I would have to put Jaccaria too just cuz of his, you know, experience and his ability you know, to at least run this offense and be on your center. And, you know, <clears throat> this did, this quarterback room is going to be very, very good in a short period of time. But I think this year, say, let's hope this doesn't happen, but Ward goes down. I think Brown will help kind of bridge the gap between, you know, the, the younger guys in the room and allow them to develop, you know, at a better level. Something that hasn't happened in the Miami quarterback room in quite some time. Quarterback yeah, development I,
0: has been an issue. I would say it's actually, to your point, uh, DJ, it's also very different from last year. And that last year, obviously, TBD was the right. was the starter. Emory Williams is more similar to him than Jakari Brown is. Now that it's kind of flipped, you know, Cam Ward can – and, and Jakari Brown can do a lot of similar things yeah. Cam Ward does. So if we're going to design plays in an offense more around Cam Ward, actually Jakari Brown fits into that a lot That's more a seamlessly point. than, than – at this point it would be Judd Anderson because I don't think Emery's ready back from his injury yet. But you know, by by fall, Emery should be back. But even then, you know, it would it would um it would be an easier transition to um to Jakari if if like he said, knock on wood, uh, something happens to Cameron we I have hope to, go not. to back up. But <laughs> A lot lot invested there. Um mm. so <laughs> a, lot, a lot of time, energy, and, and maybe a little bit of money too. Um so just a little bit. <laughs> just 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 a, a smidge in mm. there. Um <laughs> all right, yeah. So I think the quarterback play will be interesting. I think it'll also be um 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 I think it'll also be interested to see, you know, see kind of how they distribute the snaps and, and all of that, and because you know, we do have poffenberger we have jenny anderson you know how many snaps do they get versus you know do we get cam ward a lot of snaps so he gets comfortable with the offense right he's a veteran guy but he hasn't run our offense before so you know he needs to 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 work on that as well
1: right and you know i think it's also important when you mention the snaps you know you want to obviously look at cam ward right now of course but it's also about the development of the room moving forward and you know, getting guys like Poffenberger and Judd Anderson, you know, snaps, helps the room long term and helps the program think about life after Cam Ward. Because, you know, once, once Ward goes, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how that quarterback room shakes out. And hopefully by that point, you'll have a little bit more of a mature in the sense that, you know, they have more experience under their belt. Room that's ready to go and kind of make an impact right away.
0: Yeah, it's kind of balancing the two things out the the preparing for the future and also right. there isn't there there is now something blue mentioned you know Mr. Bowl game year one seven and six last year. There's an urgency of now that was yeah. not there the couple of the first two years. Now you can't be year three year four having those same yeah next year we'll get to nine wins type of stuff like it really as there should be.
1: It, it does it does
0: need to accelerate yeah. now um, which is also as, as blue commented on you know why the 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 era of you know you have your starting job when you come back from injury and whatever is over like you gotta yep. you gotta earned it earned yeah. it on the field the
2: six Ring king show yeah, yeah. the six Ring king show yeah, yeah the six rings king show ha, ha. you know